spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. And away we go as we tape on a Friday. It is edition number 390 of the Inez Says Podcast. Thanks for climbing aboard today. I am Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. And be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, let's catch up with U.S. Senator Rick Scott from the great state of Florida here on the Inez Says podcast today. The Durham report is front and center today with the senator. Also, the crisis at the southern border. But let's begin with Senator Scott's run for reelection in 2024. Here's that interview now with Senator Rick Scott. You are running for re-election, and the question is, who are you going to be running against? I mean, the Democrats have made some noise about running NBA legends Grant Hill or maybe even a Dwayne Wade against you. What, what do you think of uh, those two possible opponents for you in 24, Senator? Well, the way I, I look at it, if I do my job, continue to represent the people of Florida, no different than what I did as governor and what I've done the first four years up here, whoever they put up, you know, we're going to win. Uh, because people uh, people want somebody that's going to come to D.C. and hold people accountable and do everything they can to make this country the place where everybody get a great job, your kids can get a great education, live in a safe community, and everybody can live their dream. And that's what I've been trying to do. You know, I, I think about it. I think about a kid like me that grew up in public housing, born to a single mom. If that a kid like that can do well. It's a it's a heck of a country, and that's what I'm trying to do every day. All right. The Durham report, Senator, what are your thoughts? Can we ever trust the uh, FBI or for that matter, the DOJ again after the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? What are your thoughts about the Durham report right now? What a hoax. I mean, it's clear Hillary masterminded Obama knew Biden knew the media went along. Uh, not all the media, but it's just a waste of time and money. But the biggest thing long term is how is the DOJ? How is the FBI get their going to get their credibility back? They're going to have to say we made dramatic changes and these people were held accountable. This is what we did wrong. It can't be, oh, that's just business as usual. We're we're going to forget about that. And there needs to be accountability for Clinton, her campaign, for Biden, Adam Schiff, Jerry Nadley. They were all complicit. These were just complete lies and they knew it. The American people should demand more out of their government. Well, here's the thing that chafes a lot of folks' hides here on Main Street. Very likely here, Senator, nobody's going to be held accountable, whether it's Comer or the Clinton campaign or Schiff. I mean, nobody is going to be held accountable for a hoax that these people put the country through and Donald Trump through for four or five years now. That's what frustrates us most here on Main Street, Senator. I agree. Every part of your federal government, there's no accountability. Look at the Federal Reserve. We have banks closing, right? Is anybody going to get held accountable to Federal Reserve? 
We just lost a child, uh, a migrant child uh, that came across the border as in custody of the federal government uh, died. And the sheriff said that they knew he was, he was, you know, he needed, he was epileptic and they, and they didn't give him the medicine. So every part of your federal government, you can name every bit of it. I could name every agency and I could tell you a story and no one's getting held accountable. That's not how the world works. We all get held accountable in our jobs. If you don't do the best job for a customer, they fire you, but you can't fire your federal government. That's not, that's not right. Things that don't work, we've got to stop doing them. How do we bring accountability well, back to Washington, D.C., Senator? Well, one, right now I've got I want an independent inspector general at the Federal Reserve, uh, so we can, we can say what's actually going on there. What we've got to do is when we pass legislation, if something doesn't work, stop. I mean, don't just keep spending money. If there's federal workers that aren't doing their job, I mean, we got a lot of federal workers that still have not come back to work because there's still COVID in D.C., I guess. <laughs> right? So if you don't want to work, you can't get paid. It's, yeah. I mean, this stuff is really simple. We need to build a country that we will all want to be part of, 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 of building. So if you're able-bodied, get your butt in gear. Go get a job. Mm. Uh, and if you're a federal worker, right, go demand more of the people you work for. And say we're gonna we're gonna do what's right for the citizens of this country. It's our government. We need to demand more out of it. What do you make of what is going on at the southern border right now, Senator? The White House says things are going smoothly. What is your take after uh, Title Forty Two expired last week? Ten thousand people coming across the southern border. That's that's okay. I mean, that, it shows you the border is completely open. Right, and and like I don't get why Biden doesn't care. Seventy thousand people died of fentanyl overdose. He doesn't care. We've got criminals coming in. Crime's up. He doesn't care. We've got terrorists coming across. We have way more terrorists coming in. That, that, that's just the ones we caught. Biden doesn't care. We've got Chinese spies coming in. Biden doesn't care. I don't get it. I just have never figured it out. But the border's open. They're respons- responsible for uncoupling minors. And you look at this one uh, young man that died because uh, the Biden administration didn't do their job to take care of him. 80,000 migrant children now are lost. They've come across our border, been placed in homes without enough vetting about these homes. And now we don't even know where these kids are. How many of these kids are now human trafficked? How many of them have, put, have been forced in, into uh, prostitution? How many have been forced into slave labor? I mean, we don't know. Mm. So, I, I mean, I don't understand why the Biden administration wants to do this and why they keep lying about it. Well, like you said, a Pakistani national on the FBI's terrorist list was uh, nabbed in Arizona a few days ago. The question is how many of his buddies are already in the country? I want to get to a few more topics before I let you go, Senator Scott. What about the debt ceiling? Talks continue today at the White House between the president and the speaker. Are we going to get something done here in the next two weeks? You know what you could do right now to fix it? Stop spending money. I mean, do what you do every day. You say, you know what, this is how much money I have in the bank or this is how much money I made. That's all I'm going to spend. Your federal government should do the exact same thing. And guess what? We would never, ever, ever have to talk about the debt ceiling again. But Biden's missing an action. I mean, he's, he's out riding a bike and eating ice cream. But if I, if I was the president and I had a debt ceiling, let me tell you, you know, I knew this was coming up in less than two weeks. I would be in the office. <clears throat> I would be meeting with Kevin McCarthy every day to say, how do we solve this? We've got to stop the reckless spending. We've got to structurally change how we run our government. We've, we've got to get people back to work. We've got to grow our economy. And that's what he should say is, hey, look, Kevin, i got some better ideas. How, but it does the same thing you want to do. But Biden doesn't even come out and say that he says, I don't like what Kevin McCarthy is doing. But he doesn't come out and say what he would do. 
He just says, no, just raise the debt ceiling. We're going to spend more money, which means inflation is going to continue. Interest rates are going to continue to go up. Look at what look at your buying power. The buying power for a worker today goes down every month. That's because Biden's inflation is killing the dream of this country. Inflation is caused by spending more money than we take in. It always is. And it will continue until we balance the budget. I wanted to ask you about hurricane season here in Florida. Unfortunately, it's right around the corner. A couple of weeks left. Starts on June 1st. I know you held your share of hurricane news conferences as the governor of the great Sunshine State. But uh, what can we as Floridians here, especially a lot of new Floridians to the area, what can we do to gear up here, Senator? Go to ready.gov, okay, and it'll tell you that you need to have a plan Seven days of water, seven days of food, have your prescription medication, important documents, have a plan of where you're going to go if you have to evacuate. So the biggest thing I tell people is get ready. Don't think that once, you know, it's, it's a one day out, you're going to be able to do this. You can always rebuild that house. So think about how you take care of you and your loved ones, how you take care of your children, how do you take care of your parents. Have a, have a plan. I think my goal when I was governor is that whatever hurricane we had, no one died. Um, unfortunately, last year with Ian, I think 151 people died uh, with that hurricane. So what it tells you is hurricanes are what generally now mostly water events. Get ready. And mm-hmm. it could happen. Mm-hmm. Don't take a chance. Uh, so we I don't want I mean, I, I mean, I don't my goal was no one died. I told people all the time you can rebuild that house. You can't rebuild your life. So get prepared. Go to www.ready.gov. It'll tell you what sort of plan you ought to have to get ready in case we have a hurricane. Much appreciation to Senator Rick Scott of the great state of Florida. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says podcast today. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.